Oh, what's going on and welcome. If you're new to this show, you are in for a treat because we are the Ragers podcast and we are part of the Orange Weekly suite we have here. If you're wondering what Orange Weekly is, we are the best Broncos news you can find. Friends, brews, and Broncos news. That's what we are all about. And in this show, the Ragers show, we take a very special approach, a very unique view on the Broncos breakdown each and every week where we're going to give you our top fantasy football and our top sports betting picks all centered around the Broncos. My name is Ray. You figured it out. Ray, wagers, sports betting. It's the Rager Show, and this would not be possible without my sidekick. Y'all might call him Jared. I call him J-Rock. J-Rock, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I want to apologize ahead of time. My voice is a little... uh a little scratchy today. Uh, I found out the hard way that moving out to the desert and not drinking water is not a good thing for your body. So I'm, I'm learning that one the hard way. Hey, Jared, man, we'll take you any way we can get you. So this is a special show today. It's going to be our preseason show. Basically, what's going to happen after today's show, we're going to give you the foundation of sports betting, our preseason predictions, the sports bets that we're going to take for the year. But each and every week, Jared and I are going to come with you. We're going to meet you for 20 to 30 minutes on a Saturday. We're going to give you a podcast. You listen to that podcast. You take our advice, and you're going to make money. That's basically how it works. And so we are in, man, Jared, season two, man. Can you believe it? Season two. And not only that, but we killed season one. Uh, we absolutely destroyed last year. Just just destroyed. I think we had a, a, a over 75% win rate on the Broncos games, man. We're going to give you our insight today. But, Jared, man, what do we? how do we start every show, man? Oh, yeah, we got to start and off. You, you know, what time is it, man? It is. So today, as always, if you're new to the show, we start out with the drink of the day today. I am drinking Eddie Lime Brewing Epic Day Double IPA. It's my favorite beer right now. It is tasty, tasty, tasty. And Jared, I know you got the Sortos. You got something special over there. What are you drinking, brother? Yeah, I'm drinking that uh, Earl Grey tea with some uh, Gentleman Jack, some hot toddy action going on over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You're crazy, dude. I love it. So here's how it works. Each and every week, we are going to take a look at the Broncos matchups. We're going to look at it from a fantasy football, daily fantasy football, sports betting, player prop lens. We're going to give you the breakdown, the analysis, but we're going to talk about where we can make money. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to just give you a quick betting 101. If you are brand new to sports betting, don't worry. I got you back. We'll make it happen. We're going to go over some basic terminology. I'm going to quiz Jerry to see how much terminology he remembers from last year. We're going to go over some basic brief betting strategies and some things to think about as you're doing some sports betting. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the Broncos. Teddy Two Gloves is the quarterback. We have some clarity on the uh, 53-man roster. We're going to make some predictions on how the Broncos are going to do this year, and we're going to make some preseason picks. It's that simple. Again, sit back, relax, grab a cold one if it's appropriate, and we're going to talk some sports betting. So, Jared... It's time uh -oh. to go. Uh-oh. Quiz time. It is time to go. But I want to start. I'm going to start with sports betting strategies first. And I think this is an important thing here because people have always heard this. Don't bet on your favorite team, right? And what they're talking about when they're saying don't bet on your favorite team is because what ends up happening is if you love the Broncos and 
trust me, there's nobody that loves the Broncos and the team here at Orange Weekly. You always think the Broncos are going to win each and every single week. But as Jared will tell you, I mean, how many times last year did we take the Broncos to actually win a game? Not often. I mean, that's how we ended up above 75%. (laughs) We're very good last year. But the... You know, my perspective on this, you know, if, is if you are a diehard fan like like Jared and I are about the Broncos, we listen, we consume. All we do is engage with Broncos content each and every day. I actually do think that you get an advantage being a Broncos fan when it comes to things like player props, when it comes to things like strategy and, and thinking through Who's going to be our number one receiver this week? Is Jerry Judy going to have more than 64 yards receiving this week? Is um, Albert O going to score a touchdown this week? The fact that we listen to so much Broncos content on a weekly basis actually, I think, gives you an edge in sports betting when you're thinking about those things. So the first thing I want to mention here is when they say don't bet on your favorite football team or your favorite sports team, that's because you dumbos out there are probably betting them to win each and every single week. Now, we're going to get there, Jared. But my gut, what's your gut? Are the Broncos probably going to win more games than they're going to lose this year? I think we're above 500. I think this is actually legitimately a playoff team. And so I, you know, I think this year we might actually come in with some 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 bets of where we're going to take him in week one. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to take him week one against the Giants, and I'll give you a thousand reasons why. But you're going to have to chime into week two of the Ragers podcast. But we're going to break it down for you. So when you hear that, don't bet on your favorite football team. It's because you dumbos out there just bet them to win each and every week. We are not going to do that on the Ragers podcast. Second thing is you got to have a plan. I know what Jared's plan is. Just bet whatever Ray tells you to bet. So, but but it's important to have a plan. You know, when you're going into this sports betting thing, man, have a plan. Figure out how much money you're willing to win, how much or how much money you're willing to lose, how much money you're going to wager on a weekly deal. Listen, we're not unit shamers, and we'll talk about a unit in a second. If you want to bet five bucks a game and that makes you feel excited, great. If you want to bet twenty five bucks a game, great. But make sure you have a plan. There's a one eight hundred number out there if you don't have a plan and need some support in that world. So, Jared, what's Jared's plan this year? Uh, take whatever you tell me to take. <laughs> I feel I feel like, I mean, I think I went against you <clears throat> a good dozen times, and I think I lost 11 of those 12. Like, I, I, I was, it was so bad. I was getting so mad at myself on most of them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Next thing I want to mention real quick, and then we'll get into some of these trends here, is you are going to lose bets. There's no matter what we do, however we chalk it up, however we write it up, we are going to lose bets this year. I'm trying to think of Jared. I, I don't remember what game it was. I think we had Melvin Gordon to like rush for like 74 yards. He had like 69 in the first half and got injured in the second quarter. And that was it. Like it was, you know, part of sports betting is that it is a game. It's a sport. You're going to lose bets. But in most cases for sports betting, you have to at least get 55% of your bets right. I think elite pro level um, professional sports bettors, if they're over 60% lifetime, they're you're doing really, really darn good. And last season we caught lightning in a bottle and we just couldn't lose. I think we started out the season like 12 and one. Uh, I think we won like nope. you know, something like 70% of our bets. So there is a method to our madness. Stick with us. But I just want to mention, if you're going to get into sports betting, you're going to lose. There's no doubt about it. There's nothing you can do about it. You are going to lose. And week to week. I mean, I think there was one game that we lost all four of our bets that we took and most of them were to injuries. And like, I, th- I think it was the C ran for 69 yards in the first half and then got injured in the second half. But 
<clears throat> and then we bounced back three games in a row. We didn't lose a single one. It was, it was, it was a pretty cool bounce back, but yeah, there was the one game that I was just like, why are we, why am I doing this? Uh, but yeah. you just got to stay with us. Yeah. And I think that comes back to the idea of having a plan. So if you're new to sports betting, you know, I, I very much view sports betting as a, 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 a means of entertainment. It's a great way to make a meaningless Thursday night football game more exciting you know, when it's the Bengals versus the, you know, you name them, who cares who they're playing, the New York Jets, and you just want to make that Thursday night game a little bit more exciting. I think sports betting is a great way to make that happen. If you approach it with a strategy, you got a little bit of a plan. And ultimately, you know, if you're thinking about it from a form of entertainment, we're not going to win every single bet. Um, but if we win more than we lose, you know, it's going to have a good time here on the Orange Weekly Show. All right, Jared, quiz time here. We're going to go through some betting terminology. What does the money line mean? Uh, that means straight up. Just picking them to win, right? So when you hear picking the to win. money line, we're going to bet the Broncos money line. We're just picking the Broncos to win. Now, here's something important about the money line, and this is something that Jared and I talked about a lot about last year. You will oftentimes see these odds associated with each one of these bets. It's a negative number or it's a positive number. You might see odds like minus 110. You might see odds like minus 200. You might see odds like minus 400. If you see odds that are positive, plus 200, plus 300, what that tells you is how much money you're going to win in return on the bet that you place. If the number is negative, you will get less money than what you bet on the game. If the number is positive, your bet will then multiply. And you can use the odds to more or less give you an idea of how likely the bet is going to happen. So if you're looking at a bet here and the bet says plus 100 or you know minus 100, you, you won't see minus 100, but plus 100, that means that you're going to get even odds. And if I bet 20 bucks, I'm going to get $20 back. If it says plus 200, I'm going to bet 20 bucks and I'm going to get 40 back. But if it says minus 200, it means you're going to bet 20 bucks and you're only going to win 10 bucks in return. So there might be some bets, and I, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, are a seven-point favorite next Thursday night against the, the Dallas Cowboys. If we're going to bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a seven-point favorite, it's going to be something like minus 260 odds or minus 300 odds. So we're not going to be able to just say, oh, I bet 20 bucks that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win and then get my 20 bucks back. But if you are interested in picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a better way to pick it is the spread. Jared, what's the spread? Spread is whatever Vegas decided they think uh, that team's going to win by. Usually it's by a half a point, 6.5, 2.5, whatever it is. Perfect. So the spread is sort of the difference that they need to make up. So if I'm picking the Broncos minus three, that means that the Broncos have to win the game by at least three points or more. If I'm picking the Broncos plus three, that means I'm saying that the Broncos need three additional points to make up the difference. Then I'm picking the Broncos to not lose the game by three or more points. And, and winning, of course, would win that bet as well. The important number, I think, for us to think about when we're thinking about the spread. And spread bets are almost always more like even money, right? So you're, you know, next week, you might, if you want to bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win, 20 might only get you like, seven dollars back but if you bet them on the spread 20 will get you a, a a normal return which is more like 18 dollars back and we'll talk about the juice here in a second but the important thing about the spread is if you see a three-point spread what vegas is telling you is that on a neutral field that game would be even but if the home team is favored by three points that tells you 
that Vegas is giving a three point difference. So a home a home field advantage is about a three points difference in the spread. So if I see the Broncos minus three at home against the New York, they better not be minus three against the New York Jets. That <laughs> minus three against the New York Jets in week three. That means that Vegas means that that's going to be an even game, but they're giving the Broncos a three point difference because of that. Let's stop for a second and talk about juice. Jared, what's juice? Means the sports books are going to get theirs. <laughs> right. The most important thing to I've ever been told in betting ever is Vegas wasn't built with their money. Vegas was built with your money. And so the best way I can explain juice to a brand new gambler, if you've never gambled before, is on at the Super Bowl, you can bet heads or tails on the first coin toss. It's a 50-50 bet. But the odds on the coin toss going heads or tails is minus 110, meaning that if you were going to bet $100, you would only win $90 back. So everybody that bets heads only wins $90 back if heads hits, and everybody that bets tails only wins $90 back if the tail. So so Vegas is taking a 10% vig or a 10% juice off of that line. Uh, Minus 110 is what I would call standard odds. That's your standard odds. So if you see minus 110, that really means that there's a 50-50 chance, but because Vegas got to get theirs, they actually make the odds slightly less than 50-50. So that's what juice is. So that's what you're going to see oftentimes. So very rarely um, are you going to find a bet that you're just going to get your even money back. Most of the time, you got to pay the $2 juice or the 10% juice that is associated with that. Jared, parlay. Hit me with the parlay. What is a parlay? Uh, taking multiple bets to kind of double the the winning odds or the winning chances. Not, sorry, not the winning chances, but double the amount that you would get back by making sure that they all hit. They all have to hit, though. Perfect. So parlay is basically predicting that multiple sports bets would all happen in the same in the same deal. So I would parlay, you know, two teams to win or two teams to cover the spread. The nice thing about parlays is when you take two, two lines together, the odds sort of work exponentially. So you're not going to get double your money, but if I take two lines together, I might get more like three times the money or four times the money. The nice thing about parlays is if you have games that have large juice values, minus 300 or minus 400 on the juice count, what you can do oftentimes is parlay a lot of those heavy favorites together and those parlays um, will start to multiply those odds and you might get two or three favorites in a way that you actually get some positive odds on something like that. Jared made the most important point though. A parlay means that if you're taking three lines parlayed, you can get three lines. You might get a parlay to plus 600 or plus 700 times seven times your initial bet, but all three have to cover in a parlay to make that happen. Jarrett, last one. Tricky one here. What is a teaser? Um, it's when I pull up my shirt halfway, but pull it down after, uh, <laughs> after right before you get to see anything fun. <laughs> That's 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> so in football, you can do what they call a six-point teaser. It requires you to at least pick at least two lines, and you can move that line six points in either direction. So let's say next week we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus seven to beat the Dallas Cowboys in week one. If I put them in a teaser with another NFL game, I can say that I instead of wanting the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus seven, meaning that they have to win by seven, I'm going to move that minus seven down to minus one, meaning that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only have to win by minus one. But the, the, the caveat to that is you have to tease it against another line. So you have to take another line on another football game, and you have to move that line six points. So it's kind of a game that you play 
where you move multiple lines six points in either directions. Two ga- two games equals even money. So you don't get to just tease it and you get to put your, get your money back. But once you do a two-game teaser, you typically get your even money. Three, four, five. You can have as many as you want. But just like a parlay, they all have to hit. Last thing I want to mention here before we jump into the good stuff here is this idea of an over-under. We're going to talk about over-unders a thousand times this year. Over-under the game spread. Over-under Melvin Gordon's yards. Over-under the number of touchdowns. Over-under Von Miller's sacks. Over-under the number of field goals that Brandon McManus will make in the first quarter. You know, those are the types of lines that we're going to see. When we say over-under, we're talking about over-under a given line that we are talking about in the game. So they might say, Week one, Melvin Gordon might be over under 66.5 yards rushing. That means we're saying that he's either going to rush for more than 66.5 or less than 66.5. So just keep that in mind. Jared, you got it all down? You got it all written down? I got it all written down, and I got to tell everybody, too, where we made our money last year was these over-unders. <clears throat> Talking about our analysis and how much content we take in, right? <clears throat> for, uh, first weekend. I don't want to tease too much on the first episode because I, I I feel like Ray's <laughs> going to talk about this, but whoever Patrick Sertan's lined up against, they're not Vegas isn't they don't know what he can do, but we do right. right? We've been watching what he could do, so we're going to take the matchups and we're going to look at that and say, okay, maybe that wide receiver's not going to get it because they're playing against one of the top TVs, and that's where that's where I think a lot of Ragers really comes into play uh, when we talk about over under. And last year we we hammered the over on like almost everything because we were underdogs almost every single game, right. and they were just lowballing us the whole time. So we just kept hitting it, and I think that's where we specifically here at Ragers that's where we uh, where we thrive. And and Jared, you bring up a really good point: is that when Vegas sets these lines and they set these point totals and they set these over unders. Vegas starts to move the goalpost and they start to figure out kind of where the betting public. And so this is an important note um, in, in sports betting is that the line is actually going to move to, so that way Vegas has about 50, 50% of their money on either side of the line. Again, because Vegas doesn't give a shit if the Broncos win or not, because they want to set it up so that way the line is set up in a way that 50% of the money's on the, on the Broncos to win and 50% of the money's on the Broncos to lose because they get their juice. They get their vig out of the, the equation. And so, as Jared was mentioning, the national narrative on the Bronco was so low that what we started to see was a lot of the Broncos' lines started to creep way down. Noah Fant at some point in the season was like saying like they was going to be over under 30 yards in a, of receiving in a, in a football game. Us in Broncos country, we were like, hell yeah, give me that 30 yard. Noah Fant ain't going for under 30 yards. And so so that's an interesting point, Jared, that you know, really it, it, it is an average of the betting public. And because we're so well in tuned here locally – that give us an advantage over the national betting public and over our crappy friends in the desert that can't get their shit together um, in Vegas. Yeah, and and another interesting point in that is you follow us through the rest of the seasons, you hit that subscribe button, which you should be doing as soon as you finish listening to this. Don't pause it. Um, But as soon as you finish listening, hit that subscribe button. And as we go through the season, just understand that if we say that there's a line uh, at, you know, Saturday morning at 08, and you're making the bet at 1400 on Saturday, that line might be different just because of that movement. Yes, totally. And that, that's, that's military talk for if you, if you slack your ass off, you're going to miss out on some money. So that's what that's telling you right there. So we are going to find lines. We're going to get down on the bottom part of those lines. We're going to get them to you as quickly as we possibly can. And speaking of lines, Jared, we do this each and every week where I quiz Jared or I try to get Jared's perspective on some of these things. And we're going to talk through the sports betting lines. And let's start 
Drum roll, please, with the Broncos win total. Currently on FanDuel.com right now. Broncos are sitting at over under eight and a half wins. Quick reminder to the people out there that are on average, the betting public, there's 17 games this season. So there's one additional uh, normal season or normal season. That's not the right word. Regular season game. Broncos over under eight and a half wins, Jared. Over eight and a half wins. I really do think this could be a 10 win season for the Broncos. Although I am surprised that it's at eight and a half based on what we did last year. I think a little bit of a of respect towards the Broncos based on what we did last year um, going into this year. I'm, I'd be interested to see how that line moves, if it moves at all before the first game of the season. Yeah, and we're, st- we're right now the currently the juice is minus 120. Again, minus 110 would be like 50-50. So minus 120 tells us that the betting public is is, is a little bit on the over. I think the question the, the, to answer this question it depends on what they do in September. There's no reason that they can't be 3 and 0 after the first 3 games. If they are 3 and 0 after those first 3 games, I think they find six more wins on the season. They have the Lions late, they have a couple of of easy wins late. They got to play against the Raiders a couple of times. I, I think there's a couple of extra wins in there. We have a tough division. I am also taking the Broncos over 8.5. Mark it down right now. Hammer it. That is a rager. I would not, however, listen to me here, folks. I would not take them over nine and a half. So if your line has moved to nine and a half, meaning the Broncos have to get to 10 wins, I am less comfortable with that number. I am comfortable with nine, knowing that there's 17 games and knowing that they should win the first three games of the season. It, we should be 3-0 and out of September, without a doubt, and then running into the Baltimore. I think we have the Baltimore Raiders-Steelers sort of combo there. I think games 4, 5, and 6, if I'm thinking correctly on the fly here, I like them over 8.5 wins, minus 120. Jared, do the Broncos make the play? Oh, actually, let me tell you. Let me ask you this question. Does Vegas have the Broncos favored to make the playoffs this year or not favored to make the playoffs this year? I was surprised that they gave us 8.5, but that being said, I don't think they favor us to make the playoffs. You are correct. So right now the Broncos are plus 156, meaning you're going to get about a a return and a half. So if I were to bet $20, you're going to win like $31 back on that bet for a total of 51 bucks. Or when they do the plus 100, it's just because they bet based on a $100 bet. So if you were to bet 100, you would get $156 in return on your investment. That's where they're at over under. Do the Broncos make the playoffs this year, Jared? So you talked about the beginning, and this might be orange goggles, but I really do believe that this is a playoff team. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, I think at the plus 156, if it was plus 200, I would I would hammer the bet. I think it's worth the two-time X odds. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buyer beware this one for you folks out there um, because literally you could lose this bet in September. The Broncos get out of the first three games and be and they're one and two. They're done. I'm gonna stay away from the Broncos making the playoffs this year. That's my personal take. They could easily finish third in the AFC West this year. I don't think they will. I think they finish second in the AFC West this year, but they could easily finish third behind. I think the Chargers. Um, I'm gonna stay away from the Broncos. Vegas has it set into place. They think it's less likely that they make the playoffs than more likely. Jared. Season-long awards. So we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna group them all together for you. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. Do the Broncos have anybody or any coaches 
<laughs> that's a, I almost I almost laughed out loud when I said coach. Yeah, I heard that. We'll pause <clears> on <throat> that in a second here. Do do the Broncos? Do you see any preseason all season awards going the Broncos way this year? And if so, who? Other than McMahon for um, for coach of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously, I I do think that there's a good chance Pat Sertan could get a uh, uh, rookie defense of the year, uh, r- rookie defensive player of the year. I mean, he has a very good chance of doing that. He's probably going to be starting and and getting a lot of reps, um, especially if we plan on using him as the tight end killer, which is I think the talk that we're we're talking about what we're going to use him for. And if he can shut down guys like Kelsey and Hunter and and those guys, I, I think that there's a real good chance he becomes the uh, defensive uh, rookie Waller, year. Yeah, I mean, he, we, we play against yeah. the best tight end division in, in the entire NFL. And if you throw a fan in there, we, we no doubt we are the best tight end division of the year. Okay, so Sertan sitting at the third best odds to win defensive rookie player of the year at plus 750. Again, bet $20, you're going to get 7.5 times that odds, or you bet $100, you're going to win $750 back on that. I think he's worth a flyer on there, particularly if he takes the starting role, and particularly if we deal one of these cornerbacks in the next couple of weeks. I think that we'll definitely see that happen. Let's go through it. MVP, I, I don't see an MVP caliber player on our team at this point in time. Folks, if you're listening out there right now, let me just give you a couple of names here that I'm looking at. <laughs> Allen is who I'm keying, and I think he's got the best chance to win the MVPs at plus 1300 he's got the fifth or sixth best odds i really like him don't kill me i like baker mayfield don't hey listen don't kill the messenger but i think the browns were a a team last season that were a big time playoff super bowl kind of run if baker mayfield gets hot and the browns are on the super bowl trajectory i think he'll be a key conversation in that uh conversation and then here we go joey burrow I'm going to just throw that name out there because if we look back at the two previous years of the mvp winners Minus the Aaron Rodgers year, the last two MVP winners were quarterbacks in their second year. Mahomes getting it, uh, Lamar Jackson getting it on these sort of these bounce back years, and I, I guess Mahomes technically was in his third year, but we'll we'll just leave that for semantics, right? But we see these this trend in the NFL of these second or third year quarterbacks taking a huge jump forward. Burrow at plus six thousand odds, bet a hundred dollars, win six thousand dollars back. Uh, if Burrow is the real deal, coming off of his big time injury. I think he could be in the conversation without a doubt there. Um, comeback player of the year. I just want to pause real quickly. I know that we're talking about Vaughn and the Chubb. I would stay away from comeback player of the year. Dak Prescott's basically already got that locked up, I think, after his gruesome injury. And then I agree with you. I don't think we have any other uh, preseason guys. For Throw it out there. Um, running back Williams, I think he's like ninth in the offensive pre, uh, you know, prediction of the preseason or uh, the offensive player of the year rookie of the year so i think that's just an interesting put that away in your back pocket i wouldn't take that bet i agree with you jared i don't think we have any season-long winners in any capacity i think sertan's got the best shot and vegas thinks sertan's got the best shot because he's the third best odds to win the defensive player of the year now it's time for the fun Let's go oh, down. I thought that was fun. <laughs> Let's take a look at our our top receivers. Now I want to mention real quick Bridgewater has no odds out there right now. He was just announced as the starter. I don't think anybody in this world, including Jared, I think that Bridgewater is going to start all 17 games this year. So I don't think see things think Vegas is going to put anything out on Bridgewater for the time being. We have no preseason lines on Bridgewater. We have no preseason lines on Melvin Gordon right now, but we have them on Sutton. Judy and Fant. So let's play a game, Jared. It's called Over Under Sutton. Well, let's ask this, Jared. Where do you think that Vegas put Sutton's total for the year? 
I feel like Sutton's is going to be lower than Judy's based on him not playing last year. Okay, so what, what, pick a number that you would feel good that you think if you were in charge of Vegas. Uh, and it, knowing knowing that Sutton's going to get balls, I mean, probably uh, 9.50. Yeah! On the nose, Jared. Has really? At 950 yards. That's basically where I'm seeing the average of the lines. FanDuel has it right now at 950.5 yards. Jared, over wow. Sutton to go over under 500, 950 yards this year. I, that that one's hard. I want to say over with the orange goggles, but we have so many threats at wide receiver. It's really hard. Um, I I, I do think we have two thousand yard receivers, but it's going to be between the four top receivers that we got. Um, I just don't know which ones are going to be with Teddy Bridgewater as a new quarterback. It's going to be difficult. I want to see it be obviously Judy and Sutton, but with with Hamler and Tim Patrick, it's going to be yeah. very difficult to. It, we're we're going to be able to spread the ball. I just don't know who's going to be our thousand yard receivers. I, I'm with you. I'm going to stay away from the Sutton bet. A couple reasons why. Number one, Judy and, or I'm sorry, uh, Bridgewater and Sutton have had no chance to build any chemistry this offseason because of Sutton's injuries. Sutton looks okay, but he still has a little bit of a gimp to him. I, I, I think Sutton is our number one for the time being. I don't see him going over a thousand yards on a reliable basis. I think they have that line set where Vegas should have that line set where it makes it challenging to make that call. <laughs> I'm going to pass on Cortland Sutton. Now you said something interesting. You thought that Judy should have a higher total than Sutton. I, I, I thought Vegas would say that. Currently Vegas has Judy at 900.5 yards, 50 yards less than Sutton over under on Judy to go over 900 I, yards. I would take over on that one. I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're going to have 2000 yard receivers and Judy's going to be one of them. And that's, that's right. basic. Could not agree more. I think there is clear that there's a Bridgewater-Judy connection. This is what Jared was talking about. Go out and hammer this bet right now because by the season starts, this might be closer to 1,000 yards because of how freaking good Judy is. I think he is without a doubt are going to be our number one receiver at the end of the year this year. I would predict him to be more like 1,200 yards than, than 900 yards. I like that all day in a bag of potato chips. Give me Judy uh, 10 times over. Hammer that. That is a rager. Fans, where do you think Vegas has Fant? And before I mention this real quick, my favorite stat about Fant right now, well, two years ago, is Fant that had the number one yards after catch for any tight end in the NFL. Last year, Fant was 51 yards away from being the third most productive tight end in the entire National Football League. But he was caught up in that group, and that was with shit play at quarterback. So with that said, Jared, where do you have fans? If you were to be Vegas and you're going to set fans season total yardage as a tight end on this offense, where do you have fans setting? Uh, this one's tough because I do feel like he was underrated. I mean, all last year we just we hammered the over, and I still think he's underrated uh, as we go into this season. They're just not giving him respect. I'd say probably 800, 850. So, so Vegas right now has a setup at 650 yards disrespected my man that is real disrespect disrespect might have that in the first half of the year i could not agree more i think fans and we we had this conversation a thousand times last year jared if you recall if you were to take every position group on our roster and decide who is the closest to being in the top five or the top 10 i think noah fant is closer to being the number one tight end or the number one person in his position than just about any other position on our raw, any other position group. I think Fant is undoubtedly a top 10 wide receiver. 
and most likely will probably finish the year at a top five wide receiver pace at 650 yards. I am going to hammer that. Give me that 10 times in a bag of chips. Vegas, please fuck this up again like you did all last year. Set Fant's total at 40 yards a game. Fant is one catch away from hitting 40 yards each and every single week. I'm taking over 650 yards for Fant. I'm right there with you, Jared. I think the downside of this potentially is Bridgewater had, I think his tight end group in the in Seattle, or I'm sorry, in Carolina last year, had like 200 yards receiving total. I'm not sure if that's why it is, but Bridgewater is the king of checkdowns. I'm taking Fant over 650 yards. He's our clear number one tight end and po- quite possibly a top five tight end in this league. Let's go down the list. I'm going to give you rapid fire, Jared. Judy, or you're going to go Sutton, Judy, Fant. How many touchdowns do each one of those guys have respectively? Uh, <clears throat> see the way that they ranked it out. Let's see. Go Sutton. So they have that uh, twenty. How, how many touchdowns will Sutton have? How many touchdowns will Judy have? How many touchdowns will Fant have? So let's go Sutton with twenty-one. Uh, Fant with seventeen, and or sorry, Judy with seventeen, and Fant with fifteen. Okay, Vegas has them their odds right now. And listen, I'm telling y'all. If you don't have to download FanDuel, download DraftKings right now to get some money in your account, I will – listen, I got a promo code for you. Sutton, <laughs> Vegas over-under, 5.5 touchdowns on the season. Hammer. Hammer that right now. It's minus 120. Oh, that's at disrespect. Disrespectful. Jerry Judy is sitting at 4.5 touchdowns on the season. Now, you got to pay some juice here because the juice line is at minus 150. The – over under on Judy scoring touchdowns this year is five. Five. He gets five touchdowns this year. You're catching your bet. And Noah Fant, four touchdowns this year is where those lines are set right now. I see Jared's already sent me a Venmo. I can see the Venmo in my account right now. <laughs> Here's what's happening here. I would hammer all three of these. Now, I think the knock is that Bridgewater had 17 touchdown passes last year, his highest total in his entire career. But I think he's got more weapons than he's ever had before. Sutton is the Sutton getting six touchdowns. Hell yeah. Is Judy getting five touchdowns? Hell yeah. Is Fan getting at least four touchdowns? Hell yeah. I would hammer all three of those bets without a doubt. Sign, seal, delivered. I'm yours. You know what it is. Hammer those three bets right here, right now. You only get this stuff on Ragers. I'm telling you, man. You go anywhere <laughs> else. Crap, crap, crap. This is a banger right here. Last questions for you, Jared, and then we're going to wrap up the show. Chat Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Sack totals on the year. Chubb is sitting at a sack total of 8.5 is what Vegas is projecting as the over-under. Von Miller is sitting at 9.5. And right now on DraftKings, there's a fun promo for both of them to record 20 sacks or more for plus 165 odds. What are your thoughts on Chubb, Bond, and the total of 20 between the two? I like the total of 20 between the two, and I do feel like and this might be a personal opinion just based on what I saw, there's going to be one that is going to dominate and the other one that won't be able to because they're being double teamed. Um, sure. I don't know if I would take the individuals, uh, 9.5, 8.5. I mean, that's that's still very, very good, and I do think they have it in them. I like the 20 between the two of them, though, because I do think it's going to be very difficult for any team to block both of them simultaneously. The key here is health, man. The key here is health for both of those guys. Um yeah, I, I, I like the fun promo bet of the 20 to win them on DraftKings. I, I like that idea. If I were to pick one, I'd pick Chubb. I think Chubb at 8.5 is a little disrespectful. I think Vaughn's got enough pedigree that I think he's still attracting a little bit more attention. 
8.5 on that. I, you know, I, these are just fun bets. I'm telling you about my, my gut tells me yes on Chubb. Uh, maybe on Vaughn is what my gut is telling me at this moment today, right now. But that can certainly change. I love your perspective, Jared, on 19.5. Are we a top five defense? If the answer is yes, I think both these bets are valuable. If we're going to be a top five defense, I think Sertan's uh, Defensive Player of the Year uh, bet is valuable, particularly if he gets a couple of those pick sixes like he did in preseason. That would be awesome. Um but let's recap. Broncos over 8.5. Rager, hammer that. We're going to take Judy and Fant on their total season yardage. 900 for Judy, 650 for Fant. And then for Sutton, Judy, and Fant, we're going to take over on all of their touchdown totals at 5.5, 4.5, and 4. Judy, we're going to pay a little bit of juice on it. That's fine. We'll just eat the juice. Who cares? I've always joked about this, Jared. If I'm going to hand you a $20 bill, Jared, <laughs> if you give me $20 and I give you $30 back, are you going to take that? Absolutely. 100% of the time. So even if you have that minus 150 juice, who cares? I'm going to give you a $50 bill. You're going to give me $75 back. We're going to be happy, happy, happy. Jared, Broncos, we're here one week away from the start of the season. One week and, you know, 10 days away from the Broncos kicking off the year, man. Give me your final thoughts, feelings, and and just kind of perspective on Ragers for the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm so stoked. I think we did so well last year based on just like we talked about the analyst analytics. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, Vegas can't be at every game. They can't uh, um, define every game. You'll see things move all the time, and we're trying to catch them before they do that. That's why we were so successful last year. I'm super excited about this season at, in Broncos country just alone. I'm super excited about this season to finally be a turnaround from the last five years, and I think they're going to disrespect us every single game and we're going to take advantage of it here at Ragers. We're going to do the same thing we did last year. Don't give me don't give me a Noah Fant at over under 30 yards again. Yeah. Just don't do it, all right? Yeah, um and then we're going to keep going. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's kind of the the random in here, so the first couple of games might be a little interesting as we kind of feel where his favorites are. We knew Drew Locke's favorite. It was Noah Fant, right? And that was that was where it was. So we'll we'll play it out a little bit and we'll just keep giving you the same the good content and the good bets every single week. And Jared, I couldn't have said it better. You know, thanks for riding us for this 30, 35 minutes. Again, we're going to try to keep the shows about 20 minutes for the each and every single week so that way you can consume the content, get your bets in, make it happen. Seriously, if you're not subscribed to Orange Weekly, if you're not getting your podcast, your information, your live shows, we got shows for you. However you want to consume your Broncos content. We, we hell, I'll even do a TikTok dance for you if that'll make it happen <laughs> to consume your Broncos content. But in all reality, we are a top 10 organization when it comes to Broncos news. We might be the best in the business. We give you news 24-7, breaking news each and every day. And here on the Rager Show, where else are you going to find a Broncos-specific sports betting, fantasy football, make money, put it in your pocket and have a good-ass time Broncos show. You're not going to find it anywhere. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. You know it. You got us. Hit that like button. And again, we are the Rager Show. Jared, man, thanks so much for your time. Brother, let's make some money. And you know what? Go Broncos. Go Broncos.